Hello everyone and welcome back to the Wings and Wrists Totally Unstructured Podcast for the first time ever. We are announcing it is season two of the podcast, which is crazy considering we've had this podcast going for more than just two years, but I'm I'm calling it season two because now we're actually like a proper podcast, not just doing it on Twitch and then uploading it on YouTube. We're actually on a podcast apps and tons of different podcast platforms. So when you're looking through like the descriptions and you're trying to search the podcast and everything, officially according to all the websites this is considered episode one of season two so we're gonna just go with that feeling and then any other past episodes that you guys want to check out that are not on anchor or spotify or itunes that you're checking out or whatever you're using go to the youtube uh page you might have heard of that website it's kind of nifty it's it's a People that are running it are pretty much garbage at this point, but it's a nifty little website, so you can go there and search up Wingless Valkyrie or Wings and Wrists Podcast. It's not, it wasn't called Totally Unstructured, it's just Wings and Wrists Podcast. There's a bunch of old episodes on my YouTube channel you guys can check out that way. If you want to hear what we sounded like three years ago-ish about and what we were doing on the podcast back then, it's kind of neat, it's kind of interesting, and uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say on it. But uh, well, yeah, welcome. How much... And how much we have changed. And yes, time. and how much we've changed. That is very true. How much we've changed and also how little we've changed. There's there's things <laughs> like we've changed drastically. There's also things that have not changed once. Like my voice is what you hear 80% of the time and Jackson's voice is what you hear 20% of the time. That has not changed. As much as I try to change it, <laughs> it does not change. So, nah. welcome everybody. We, we, we Gucci with that. Apparently. <laughs> I don't think we are. He says we are. We're going to argue about this until I'm on my deathbed. Like, why won't you say anything? Because you're dying. Fuck you. Say something. <laughs> I don't know. I got dark real Moving on. Welcome to episode two. How's everybody going? How you guys doing? My name is Torsten Nogle. This is Jackson Komiki. Yes, I got a haircut. New year, new me, and all that jazz. Jackson, I think you got a haircut. Looks like you got a haircut. Or you just got a haircut a while ago, and I didn't notice until now. Who knows? But we have haircuts. Eh. Meh, meh, kind of thing. We, we, we're looking good. We're looking good. We look freaking fabulous. Aside from, like, if you look at the neck up, we look goddamn stellar. Don't look the neck down. Why do you think we keep the webcams, you know, chest tightened up? Use your, use your brain. You'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, welcome back to the podcast. How's everyone doing? I hope you guys are having a fantastic time. Hope you guys had a good Christmas and a good New Year's. And if, for those of you who are, went back to school after school, after school, went back to school after school, you go into the school after the school to do the school thing in the school. For those of you who went back to school after your break, I'm sorry. I hope you're having a good time and enjoying your studies. If you're not, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope you have rest in pieces. Hope you're trying to have a good time, and if, you, if you're still not, and you don't know why you're there anymore, find another line of schooling. Because if you don't enjoy what you're doing, don't do it. Simple as that. Unless you really, really need to. I don't know your life story, but I, don't, I just live in the mindset that if you don't enjoy what you're learning, don't learn it. Because you're, you then you will only have credentials to find a career in that of which you don't enjoy. So don't do it. I I live in the mindset that I would rather do what I love to do and and live in a one bedroom like regular style apartment than do something that I absolutely fucking hate but live in a mansion. I'd rather do something mm -hmm. that I enjoy and live okay-ish than live fucking fabulously but ha just wake up and on the way to work just fucking hating myself and dreading the day. So, what, what matters is what's in here, in your brain, not what's out there, but, um, at your feet. 
We're going very philosophical here. So, with all that out of the way, I just want to make a compliment, and for those of you listening, you won't understand this, but Jackson looks very, very matched together with everything in his room. He's wearing a black and white shirt, he's sitting on a black and white chair, his walls are white, there's no black, but his walls are white, he's got a black headset on, probably has strips of white, he's, he's very black and white. That, just red. You, We've been over this. You ruined it, but your chair uh, and your I, 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 oh oh I got oh, it. I got oh, it. oh he's doing something. He's he's reaching down. He's grabbing something. He's making a mess. You're you're hearing the noises of shit moving on. Oh, he grabbed his new headset that he's throwing on. There, there you go. go. That one's black and white. There you <laughs> go. Except he can't use that headset because hyperlink. Hyperlink? That's the name of the company? HyperX. HyperX. HyperX doesn't know how to ship the correct item that you buy, so... That, no, it's the correct item. It's not functioning as I would but, like. But it's not the correct item, because you ordered 7.1 surround, and that one is not 7.1. It 7 does. It does have it, yes. Oh, okay. I thought you, you had said it didn't. Uh, I, I needed to use the USB dongle, which still made the noise. Ah. So... Okay, yeah. so if you use just a straight 3.5 millimeter jack, it's just it's just stereo. It's not 7.1. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, which is unfortunate, but like, it would be fine because I only use this anyway, the 3.5. Like that's what I was planning on using. Ah. But it makes like it makes noise when it's not supposed to. Mm -hmm. and, and the one really and your, bugs me. And your old one doesn't. So no, which is weird. It, and if it does, it doesn't make it as loud. Does This is something I never asked. Does the new one that you got, does that have any kind of battery power that it runs off of at all? Uh, no? So, no. Okay. Just because that was something that, was a, that um, a lot of bigger end headphones um, that, were, that have very large drivers in the ears require additional power to function just because the simple power that they get from... Um, either the USB or just the device that's plugged into itself is just not enough to run those drivers at the best they can. So um, you have to put batteries into the sides. So I was just curious, maybe if you put batteries in there and then it's making that noise, it's just the power running from the batteries, which again, you still shouldn't be able to hear at a, at a very loud volume, but it could have additional sounds in the back. But... If it's making that noise, regardless if you're running it from USB or the 3.5, then it wouldn't be that, so. But, mm. it doesn't do it when I plug it into my phone with just this. So the 3.5 into your phone does not have background noise. But when I use the extensions, that's when I get the noise. It's fucked. The extension, does that turn it strictly into a USB, or does that extend the 3.5 as well? Or it both? extends the it both. Uh, it'll extend the USB uh, to a USB, or it'll extend this and put it to both uh, a mic and... Uh, oh, okay. Into a split. Okay. But just as soon as you plug in the extender, you get a bunch of background noise. Yep. Well, then that might be even a simple fix. They just need to send you a new extender. Because of the no, headphones, this is on both of them. Like it's on this this type here, and also on the USB one. Oh, the USB is a, oh the USB is a completely different extender. Oh uh, yes. Well, then never mind. Then I don't know. I've never used HyperX. I don't know anything about HyperX. The only like gaming headphone company I've ever used was Razer, 
and that's when I got a Razer Kraken 7.1, and it strictly had USB, if I remember correctly. I don't have it anymore. I sold it on Kijiji. I either, I'm pretty sure, I, yeah, yeah, I sold it on Kijiji. So, I don't have it anymore, but... Yeah, so I don't know much about gaming headphones. I've always just used Audio-Technica studio headphones and just use those because they're freaking amazing. The good, the good shit. <laughs> the good audiophile type headphones that I just plug into my computer and use for gaming because they're fucking amazing. These headphones, which these are the these are the 50s, aren't they? Yeah, the M50X, they're like $200 headphones, but fuck are they incredible. So, <laughs> I, I, I would, anyone who looks, if, if any of you want audiophile headphones that just like the best cream of the crop type of quality you can get for, I say relatively cheap, but when you're looking into audio headphones, $200 is r relatively cheap. So if you want like very, very good quality headphones to listen to your music or for video gaming or anything, and you don't care about all the fun extra stuff like RGB lights or a built-in microphone or any of that kind of stuff, Audio-Technica MH50X, mm, fucking amazing. Same with the M40s, if you want a little bit cheaper, I think they're like 160, but the 50s, oh, they're so good. And I can guarantee you've seen YouTubers wearing these headphones all across the place because they're good. They're extremely good. Anyways, this is a podcast where we talk about literally anything. It's not meant to sell you products. We're not sponsored by anything we're talking about. We're not sponsored by HyperX. We're not sponsored by Audio Technica. But one thing I do want to talk about is not even something that I want to talk about. It's something that Jackson wants to talk about. And I don't even know what it is, but he said he wanted to talk about it. So he's going to talk about it and I'm going to listen and you guys are going to listen. And hopefully we all either learn something or we experience something or we just get, you know, simple background noise going on in our, in our lives while we're at the kitchen cutting up supper or just reading a book or lazing around because some people do that with their podcast or even if you're driving because some of you listen to our podcast while driving. That's cool, too. Anyways, I'm going to shut up and we're going to let Jackson speak now. Well, it's more of a question for the both of us and anybody that particularly wants to answer it in the chat or otherwise. It's the idea of being able to, I'm going to use games mainly for this, uh, be able, being able to experience a game or movie for the first time again. Like just completely wiping your memory and then jumping into it blank again just to experience that feeling that you got because it's so good when you just jump into a game that fulfills everything you've ever really wanted it's and there's a few games i've had that are like that horizon zero dawn i would love to play again uh, breath of the wild i would love to play again for the first time monster hunter world i would love to play again like for the first time it's so I was curious as to what would be your particular things that you would love to experience again, whether it be games, stuff like that. I think one thing that I, it's not that I want to experience it again, but I want to experience it differently would be Kingdom Hearts 2. Because as I've said numerous times on this podcast and my YouTube, Kingdom Hearts 2 is my favorite game of all time and it will probably stay my favorite game of all time forever because not of the game itself but because of just what it brought to me and at the time in my life when i played it never really played a video game before and that being like my first big video game that's why it changed my life and why i think it's such an amazing thing but i played kingdom hearts 2 without ever touching or reading or looking into kingdom hearts 1 
ever or anything to do with Kingdom Hearts ever. I jumped into Kingdom Hearts not knowing anything about it whatsoever. So it's not that I would want to experience Kingdom Hearts 2 for the first time, but I would differently. I would have wanted to have played Kingdom Hearts 1 before any other Kingdom Hearts game was even out yet. So I'd have no way to draw or a relationship between the two. Play Kingdom Hearts 1, have experienced the wait for Kingdom Hearts 2, which was not as big as between 2 and 3, Jesus Christ, but experience the wait between the two, and then play Kingdom Hearts 2, like the day it came out kind of thing for myself, and experienced it that way. Because for me, like I have Kingdom Hearts 1 now for my PlayStation 2, but I've never beaten it because I can't play it. Every time I get into it, it's, it's mainly because of the camera too, because Jesus Christ. In Kingdom Hearts 2, you could use the camera like you can in most video games today. You use, I think it was the left and right analogs. I can't, I don't play PlayStation that much. One of the two analog sticks controlled the movement and the other one controls the camera. In Kingdom Hearts 2, you can control that camera any way you want. Th full 360 degrees, up, down, left, right, little up and right, or down and left, whichever way you want. You can move full 360 degrees around Sora or Roxas, whatever character you're playing. But in Kingdom Hearts 2, or sorry, Kingdom Hearts 1, you can't. You only can use L2 and R2 to move the camera left and right. That's it. You can't pan it up or down or in full 360. It's only left or right. And depending on what room or environment you're in, the camera will automatically pan up or down depending on the fight or the room and stuff like that. And it drives me up the fucking wall because <laughs> along with that, annoyance, you now have the added annoyance is that in Kingdom Hearts 1, holy shit, the developers made your character jump everywhere. You had to jump up ledges to certain things in in the rock to go up a certain building, or you had to jump across a waterway without touching the water onto certain things, and without the ability to control the camera 360 degrees while trying to jump across a platform or up a platform and only being able to move the camera left or right was very annoying and it makes it me infuriatingly mad every single time I go and play it. So, and of course, it's only because I experienced Kingdom Hearts 2 first and had the freedom with the camera and not having to jump to get anywhere in the game, really. You still have to jump a little bit here and there, but it's not detrimental to your moving on and progressing the game. So I would have wanted to play Kingdom Hearts 1 first, not even known 360 degree camera was a thing, just gotten used to the jumping mechanics of Kingdom Hearts 1 because I had nothing else to compare it to, and then played Kingdom Hearts 2 and been blown away by the fact, holy shit, I can move this camera anywhere I want now, and oh my god, I don't have to jump across every single goddamn crevice to progress this story. So. That's how I would have wanted to experience Kingdom Hearts 2, instead of backwards like I did. So that's the one thing I'd want to do differently. Any other ones? Um, not really. That's, like, every other game I've played, I've kind of... I, I like it, and like if I, it's not that I want because if I if I think of any other game that I'd want to quote unquote experience it for the first time again, I'd have the exact same reaction that I had the first time I played it, which was great. It's freaking awesome, and I love it, and it's it'll be great every single time I play it, like Skyrim, or like um, Kingdom Hearts 2, or fucking any game really out there that I've played and I enjoy, uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, stuff like that. 
So there's not really any kind of thing I would change or want to experience it again because my experience would be the same. And that's the entire point. Like to experience it for the first time again. So that's the entire point. Oh, so well, yeah. Like, is there any games that like you would love to experience for the first time again? Is what I'm asking. And even if you have the exact same experience, just just because it was good. Uh. Honestly. Aside from, holy shit, thank you for the bits, 8-bit sushi, I appreciate you. How many was that? That was like eight or something? Thanks for the eight cents. Appreciate you, my guy. Um, I th honestly, probably, aside from Kingdom Hearts 2 and playing Kingdom Hearts 1 first, before Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, the only other game I would like to quote-unquote experience again would have to be Skyrim. Because Skyrim was the first open-world game I ever played, and it blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> Yeah, like, so, yeah. how old were you at the time? Okay, I don't even remember. I can't even remember. But I know... 16-year-old Tor. I just, I, like, the concept <laughs> to me, just, I'd never even heard of it. And again, this was when I was very, very new into video games at the time, because the first gaming console I'd ever bought for myself was a PlayStation 2 and Kingdom Hearts 2. And that was only because I'd been going over to my buddy Noah's and playing games with him at his place and then I came over one day and saw him playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and that made me want to get it for myself and I saved up a whole bunch of allowance money I worked in my dad's shop and made a bunch of money that way and then shortly after getting Kingdom Hearts 2 and a PlayStation 2 I saved up money again and I got a Game Boy Advanced and Pokemon Fire Red and I played that for quite a bit and then after the Game Boy Advance and Pokemon Fire Red I, when I was still going to the card shop, which was a, the card shop was a place back in our hometown of Whitecourt, Alberta, that um, Jackson, myself, uh, and a couple of buddies would go to, mainly to play a card game known as Magic the Gathering, which, by the way, whenever you decide you're coming down next month for um, your visit, by the way, I'm breaking the news to everybody, Jackson's coming to visit me next month, Woohoo! it's gonna be exciting. Um, whenever you decide to come down, uh, we're doing a couple things, one, we're doing that thing with your parents. I don't know if you want to make that public or not. So I'll just say the thing with your parents. See, when you say the thing with my parents, it just makes it sound wrong. You made it sound wrong by saying that you think it's wrong. We're playing a game together, okay? Sick-minded individuals. <laughs> so the thing with your parents. Um, also, I know it's going to be over a long weekend, but one idea I'm going to bounce across you is would you like to do this podcast in person? See, I was actually going to, like, mention that. And we should be like, surprise, motherfuckers, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, it would be the oh, podcast on a... We're not all over the internet. Yeah, it's a podcast, <laughs> A, in person, with the both of us, and B, on a different day. And we'll be in the same room actually looking at each other with proper microphones to the both of us, because I have more than just, you know, this one microphone, and we can hook it up, and it'll be great. Speaking of which... I don't know why I, this is the segue, but we're going to take this segue. We're not segueing straight out of this. I just want to put a little n side note. We're going to have a special guest next week. I haven't even told you about this either, Jackson, but we're having a special guest next week. It's not the same as Sif Savory of Hikarian Productions or Elspeth Eastman, uh, the voice actor. This is someone I know personally. Jackson knows, not personally, but they're going to be here and they're going to be live in person, not over the internet. And they're also going to have a proper microphone set up and it's going to be great. So, yeah. 
I'm not, I can't build up that much hype around it because it's not like a YouTube celebrity or anything like that, but it's gonna be great. So, anyways, moving on from that. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? Right, so after the Game Boy Advance and then all that stuff and then playing at the card shop, and then I had seen, I can't remember, I think it was, was her name Melissa? Miranda? Melinda. Melinda, that's her name. I, I remember seeing Melinda playing Skyrim on her Xbox at the card shop and I had no idea what it was and I was just watching her play it one time and she was telling me kind of like what it was and like what the story was and such and then she started fighting a dragon in it and that sold me and I was like boom I'm fucking getting this game I need it there's dragons in it that's amazing I fucking love dragons I'm getting this game this is incredible and I once again saved up money got myself an Xbox 360 the lowest tier Xbox you could get not even with the external storage no the four gigabyte internal storage man back then that was a lot of room I know that was a lot of space back then <laughs> hey back then on the Xbox 360 that was a lot of space <laughs> and it was like it wasn't even like the regular Xbox 360 it was called like the Xbox 360 slim or something yeah. like that? Yeah, the slim. Right. Yeah, the cheapest version of it you could possibly get with no amount of storage whatsoever. And I got Skyrim for the Xbox 360. Again, did not know what open world meant or what like the kind of game that was. Got the game, got into it, did the tutorial, got everything I could out of that stuff. And, and then, then you, got wet, you walked outside and was like... Yeah, pretty much. I walked out of that prison cell after doing the tutorial and everything, and then I was like, okay, where do I go now? I, I don't know. I, I need to go to this town, but where is that? And I just started just kind of following the path, and of course, it does like the wolf encounter and all the music and stuff. And I got to the town, and I was like, okay, I need, and I started talking to random people, eventually talked to the right person, and then I think in the town you also get your first side quest as well in River Run. I, can't, I could be completely wrong, but I think you also get your first side quest there, and I got the side quest and stuff, and then I, I started looking at like the quest log, and I was like, okay, which ones do I do? I don't understand. And then I just kind of picked one, and it wasn't the main quest. I know it was the side quest, because I picked it, and I went, and I did it, and then it was done. And then I was like, now what do I do? I'm confused. I, like, I, I'm in some other town now that I don't know. I'm not in River anymore these quests that are telling me to go to these places and things, but I don't know where these places are, and it just kept expanding and evolving, and I was, just, I was so mesmerized and confused and didn't understand what to do or anything, and then slowly I kind of just realized that I can go anywhere. I can do anything. This is amazing. So, <laughs> there's my long-winded answer. Kingdom Hearts 2, experience it differently and for the first time, and Skyrim for the first time, just because open-world game blew my mind. And now open-world games are my favorite games, like, ever. Just because the freedom! I love it! It's like America on steroids! Freedom! I love it. It's great. So. And quick save. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this might be a horrible idea. We're gonna quick save, we're gonna do it, and if it fails, we can go back to that save, who knows. <laughs> uh, so good. What freedom. <laughs> All right, well, before I ask you what your game is, we're gonna read chat a little bit here, because Apetsushi sent me a message and said, make sure to read chat every now and then, which is fair. I will read chat. I apologize. I read all your things about, like, a great many things have changed. I didn't feel like reading it out loud, because there wasn't anything interesting about it, but we'll move on. Uh, Ape Azuji says, I'd like to go back to Season 5 of League of Legends and get that same spark for it again. Recently, I've just been playing it to play it. Dark Souls 3 is definitely going to be one of the games I'd like to play again without the same knowledge. 
Gotcha. Good to know. Good to know. That's totally fair. Uh, Tropical Nerd, do you guys like Metal Gear? I myself have never played a Metal Gear game in my life and don't have any want or desire to, especially after I heard all the horrible stuff about Metal Gear Survive. So <laughs> I have even more reason not to play any Metal to Gear games. To be fair, to be fair, that is a spinoff, not one of the main ones. Okay, still though, like... But, I, I, it, but even before Metal Gear survived, like, I've heard the great things, I know the references, but I just have no reason. The closest thing I've ever gotten to playing Metal Gear is playing Snake and Smash Brothers. That's it. It's the closest <laughs> I've ever gotten. And it's probably the closest I will ever get to playing a Metal Gear game, because they, they don't interest me. I just have no interest in them. Nothing against them, just boat. don't have the interest. You never played a Metal Gear game either? Nope. No? Okay, well there you go. So, neither of us have Tropical Nerd, I apologize. My bad. Uh, Sushi says, oh, it was actually 11 cents. Thank you. Oh, okay. I apologize. Thank you for the 11 cent donation. Very much appreciate you. I will put that towards my student loans this month. Thank you. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sushi says, Metal Gear Solid is one of my favorite game series. It's that... Uh... Oh, and then he moved on and said, it's that one streamer guy. This is what I was talking about, the special guest for next week. Uh, Tropical Nerd says, I just started playing the series. Got a PlayStation Classic for Christmas. Ooh. Nice. That is pretty interesting. I don't know. See, and that's another thing. I've never been one. I know there's a whole lot of people out there who are like, the classics are the best. And I love I love N64 games and the PlayStation Classic. I have no desire to ever play them. Ever. N64 games are pretty good. Let's be honest here. Nothing, nothing against them. I'm sure that, oh, Jesus Christ. Thanks for the more bits. I can't read the number. 28, 26, something like that. Thank okay. you for the even more sense. 28? 20. 20. Okay. Or, well, thank or, you for 31. If it, yeah, it's. The, the, well, now he just donated a, another single cent. He's trying to round it up to something. I don't know what it is, but it's all going to go towards rent <laughs> or student loans, one of the two. Who knows? But. Where's my cut? You'll get your cut. You have to come pick it up in person, <laughs> hence why you're coming next month. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like, I'm nothing against those games. Like, I played N64 games at your house, for instance, and such, but I just have no. I have no reason to go back or like get a GameCube or an N64 or try them. And I have before where I've played older games that I either did play when I was young and just haven't played in a while or just played older games that I didn't play when I was young and just never experienced. Last one, aside from Star Wars Battlefront 2 that I played with you, was um, back when Isabel and I were dating, she has a Wii, and she brought her Wii over, and she had bought Super Mario Sunshine, if you ever played that game. Yes. Yeah. So, and I played Super Mario Sunshine when I was little, back at my parents' house. This was after I got a GameCube. I, th I think, it, no, it was, it was either GameCube or a Wii. I got the Wii, me and my sister both got the Wii for Christmas from my parents one year. I don't know if, I know we had a GameCube before the Wii, but I can't remember if we got it for Christmas, if I purchased it or something, I can't remember. But I had Super Mario Sunshine and I played the crap out of it and I remember absolutely loving it and I beat it several times over, it had like three saves going on, it was a wonderful game. So I tried playing it again and I just couldn't do it for one simple reason, however. The C stick that you use to move the camera is inverted by default and you cannot change it and I could not deal with it. I just could not deal with it. I did like 
two levels in it and I just couldn't do it. I was looking up like ways to like go like open up the controller and try and invert the controls underneath the C stick on the motherboard and like I was it was that bad. I just could not handle it. But I fortunately could not figure out any way without doing some ex, ex serious like soldering and wire changing and stuff that I just didn't want to get into. So I was like, no, I just can't play this game now. So I have no reason to go back and play it. If they made like a remastered version of Super Mario Sunshine with the ability to like change your camera angle and controls, hell yeah, I'm there 24 seven. So but yeah, I have no reason to go back and play older games. Just don't fancy me. I don't know about yourself though. Uh, some of them I do. Like, uh, when, well, I, when the, the, uh, Ocarina of Time got going through the DS, oh, I was yeah. all over that. That was another thing I was going to mention. I, I never played a Legend of Zelda game growing up, ever. The closest I was ever to the Legend of Zelda was, again, playing as Link or Zelda or Sheik or something in Super Smash Brothers. That was the closest I ever got. And then I got Breath of the Wild because it was an open open world game and I was like I'm there open world you sign me up and I fucking love it still haven't beaten it I could definitely probably go I beat and do it, it before him yeah because you fucking beat, <laughs> bum rush the boss I'm exploring every single goddamn corner of that world trying to find all 900 Korok seeds I'm joking don't do it you'll hate your life but like I'm just doing I'm exploring all the stuff like even a couple days ago I was exploring around and I found some random town that's right next to the ocean that I didn't even know existed and I was like oh my god that's incredible so I'm experiencing all these things and at any given time like I have I think three full stamina wheels and over 13 hearts like I could go into Hyrule Castle and beat Calamity Ganon I'm confident in myself that I could do it but I just don't want to because I will I know myself and once I beat the main campaign for an open world game, I have no reason to go back and play it. Everything else is just a side quest. And the side quests, while they're fun and they enrich your experience, the way I see side quests is to build you up and get you stronger so that you can go and do the main quest. But as soon as I do that main quest, I'm not gonna go and do those side quests anymore because there's just no reason for me. I have no desire. So, I, that's why I just haven't beaten Legend of Zelda yet. I very well could. I know I could. I'm just deciding not to, because then for me, it's over. The game is done, and I won't ever play it again. So, and I mean, that's it I did for that, me. And I'm actually planning on restarting it because I want to experience the story again. So, yeah. But are you gonna see? And that's the question for you. If you do that, though, are you going to get the two DLC pack? I'm gonna get that frickin', uh, you know, motorbike. Well, are you, going, are you going to buy it now? It's $30 for both of them. I think it's like $15 each. That was the, what I was gonna look up. Yeah, it's, it's 30 Canadian dollars for the two of them, $15 each. Last I checked, it could have changed, so. That might be worth it. For, for how much stuff is in each DLC, I'm okay with them being $15. It's not like a whole new game, it's just little things that enrich the main game. And a lot of stuff is also in there for like new game plus people and completionist kind of people, stuff like that. There's, there's a little bit of extra story content and stuff, but a lot of the stuff is for new game plus and completionist, but yeah. Legend of Zelda has new game plus? Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Right. Yep. I, I unlocked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So and then speak and then speaking of Zelda, like I was saying, I had never played any of the older Legend of Zelda games, aside from playing as them in Smash Brothers. But I, after playing Breath of the Wild, I really want to play other Legend of Zelda games. The problem being is that they all feel so very old to me that I have no desire to play them. Ocarina of Time. I have no doubt is a fantastic game. No doubt in my mind whatsoever. But I look at it and I'm like, it looks garbage. And I know for its time, it looked great. But I'm a spoiled individual and I fully, like, it, I, I, I announce that fact, admit that fact that I'm a spoiled individual and having played all these great games that look very appealing, uh, if I can see polygons on it, I don't want to play it. And that's just a simple straight up fact. So if they made a high-definition, remixed, remastered kind of version of Ocarina of Time with like no polygons and everything like that, I'm there. 24-7. I'll be there right playing it, no problem. Same with like other of the games like Twilight Princess, stuff like that. I'll play it. Hell yeah. But because I can see the polygons and the angles and stuff, I just have no desire to play it. And, uh, and, and then... The only other like older game I played was, I didn't even play it. I watched my friend play it, which was Wind Waker. When I saw it, I thought it looked awful. I thought it was Zelda for children, <laughs> because let's be honest, that's what it looks like is Zelda for children. So, and I watched them play Wind Waker and I was like, okay. You're gonna trigger quite a few people with that. You know what, that's totally fair. And you know what, that's totally fair. But the whole, hear me out, peeps. Is that my first impression, like I said, it was it, it was Zelda for for children because of its art style and because of how everything looked. But I watched my friend play the first little bit of it, and they went to like the first area and such, and I was like, okay, I can definitely see the appeal and I see why. And then they made an HD version of it, and I was like, okay, I could pr I would probably play Wind Waker, and also because like it has to do a fuckload with sailing. I'm totally there for sailing. I will probably play it. However, what's holding me back now is that it's only for the Wii U. I don't have a Wii U. I have no desire to get a Wii U because I have a Switch. Why on earth would I get a Wii U? Now, if now if Nintendo, they probably won't. I'd be surprised if they did. But if they made a port of it for the Switch, I might consider getting Wind Waker, the HD version, or any other games if they made new HD versions of it. I see the Tropical Nerd says Ocarina of Time has an updated 3D's port. I have, I don't know if I've ever seen it, I don't know how well it looks, but if it looks like rooms are made out of cardboard boxes, I'm not playing it. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm a spoiled person that way, and I won't experience the game for how it's supposed to. The only game I think with really, really poor graphics that I really felt moved by and invested in was probably To The Moon, which was an indie game, which I don't know if any of you guys know about it, but if you don't know about To The Moon, it was a solid 10 out of 10 out of me. And it looks old, and it's meant to look old, but it's the story is just phenomenal. And I've been meaning to play the sequel, the sequel, the sequel to it, which I think is Finding Paradise is what it's called. It's in my it's in my Steam inventory, but I just haven't sat down and play it. So, but yeah, that's. Is are we still on the topic of like games we want to play again for the first time? Mm -hmm. Because I have made a long-winded answer out of this, and I apologize. But for you, what game do you want to experience all over again? Well, I already said quite a few. Um, Pick one but... definitive. <laughs> Shit. Damn right. 
I made Kingdom Hearts 2 and Skyrim. You gotta pick one definitive. I got like three big ones here. Just let me look at my Steam library. <laughs> All three of them are on your Steam? Wow. Uh, no, they are not. Oh, well, there oh, you go uh, then. I'm seeing if there's anything else. Oh, okay. That I'm forgetting. Well, while Jackson is looking for his games he'd love to re-experience all over again, we're going to send this off to the current Twitch chat. By the way, for those of you listening on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google P Playlists, or anything... Oh, excuse me, a burp tried to interrupt me right there. For anybody listening to it on an audio source, if you want to experience the podcast live as it's happening, you can check us out at www.twitch.tv slash wingthesfalkyrie. We are live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and you can chat with us live as it's happening and watch us live as it's happening on webcams and everything, so we don't have to explain to you in audio what we are visually seeing and what the chat is visually seeing. Check us out! Come on down, have a grand old time, and be the first responders to the podcast. That's a cool little thing. Be the first responders to the podcast. Like, this is a natural disaster that keeps happening every week. We need first responders to keep us covered. Oh, <laughs> Be the first responders to the totally unstructured natural disaster Wings and Riffs podcast. I'm pretty sure the, uh, the natural disaster. <laughs> Your intro every time. My intros are a thing of wonder. How dare you? <laughs> oh boy. Tropic Nerd says the 3D textures uh, look far better than the N64. Def not high definition, but closer to a Wii version than an N64. That's great and all, Tropical Nerd. And I, I might even check it out, but I can tell you right now, I'm still not going to play it for two reasons. One. If the port is for 3DS, I don't have a 3DS anymore, I sold it. Because the only reason I got a 3DS was to play Monster Hunter Generations with Jackson and Dalton, who stopped playing it. So I had no reason to play it, so I sold my 3DS, and I'm not buying another one strictly for this old Zelda game. If it comes out for a console I have, like Xbox, which it won't, or PlayStation, which it won't, or my computer, which it won't, or my Switch, which it might will, then I'll play it. But aside from that, probably not. I mean, you could probably find an emulator. I could. I don't like but using emulators. It f it's a lot of hassle, like you were about to say. It also is very <laughs> illegal. And I am strictly of the legal mind and do everything by the books. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on from that, what are your three games you would like to re-experience all over again? Um, like I said, uh, Monster Hunter World, because that game just took Monster Hunter and just like flipped it on its head. I'm just mm -hmm. like, hey, Western audience, you gotta look at this game. And Western audience is like, ooh, look at this game. Yeah, look at this game. <laughs> look at this game that used to be on handhelds for the longest time is now actually running on a console. Holy shit. So. And fuck is it good. <laughs> and it looks good and it feels good. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, I went back and I, I actually got uh, Generations Ultimate and it's so clunky. <laughs> Generations Ultimate. Isn't that the newest one for the Switch? Yeah. Yeah. I is. didn't even bother. Yeah, I don't blame you. Like, I, I, I realize how badly Monster Hunter World spoiled me. And it's just like, oh, I knew I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, Mr. Friday says, Fallout New Vegas. That's the game you'd like to re-experience all over again? Nice. And, like, I've heard a lot of good things about Fallout New Vegas. I even got Fallout New Vegas for myself on Steam. I tried playing it. I can't. It looks awful. <laughs> I just can't do it. I'm sure it's a wonderful game with wonderful things and everything, but just visually, I can't do it. It looks bad. So... See, the thing that was stopping me from playing that is the fact that uh, is I got all the DLC with it and they just like chucked it all at my face at the same time. And I had no idea what was the main quest. So gotcha. I had no idea where I was going. Gotcha, and gotcha. I kind of just didn't bother with it. <laughs> so I too have not... Uh, played that game either yeah i'm sure like i'm sure i'd love to play it and i'm sure it's great it just visually looks unappealing to me and tropical nerd said you just pitch things as soon as they're outdated don't you i'm still holding on to my dsi it's not that i pitch things as soon as they're outdated that's not and that's not it at all i still have my playstation 2 sitting out in my living room with kingdom hearts 2 kingdom hearts 1 and a, a couple other small handfuls of playstation games that i would would sometimes go back to and play 90% of the time is Kingdom Hearts 2 because I just haven't bought the HD remastered version for my PlayStation 4. <laughs> I probably is. would. I probably would, but I just haven't because PlayStation 3 is coming out soon. I'm going to be fucking like hiding in a corner huddled under a blanket playing that until I'm fully beaten it because I've waited over a goddamn decade for that game. So, <laughs> but and like, it's not that I pitch them soon as they're outdated. It's just for me, I know what games are capable of, and I love experiencing games visually and all that great stuff. It's all great to me. And like, if a game has a great story, that story has to be absolutely captivating from the get-go for me to overlook the graphics. And that's the simple fact. The only game that's ever done that, like I said, was To The Moon, because the story just grabbed me and I went with it all six hours of that game, and I fucking love it. If it doesn't get me right off the bat, if the gameplay doesn't get me, if the story doesn't get me right off the bat, I have no reason to keep playing it. If it if I'm going to just be looking at everything like cool landscape, the the mountains look like this, and the rocks look like this, I, I just I can't. I'm uninterested. It doesn't fill me with joy, and I can't marvel at the wonders while I'm shooting cockroaches in the face. Sorry, <laughs> I just, it doesn't. It's not enjoyable. PlayStation 3 is coming out soon. Boy, have I got news for you. I didn't say the PlayStation. I said Kingdom Hearts 3, not PlayStation 3. I have a PlayStation 4 right here. Why would I have said PlayStation 3? I said Kingdom Hearts 3. And if I didn't say Kingdom Hearts 3, I meant to say Kingdom Hearts 3, but I'm pretty sure I said Kingdom Hearts 3. So. I'm pretty sure you did too, but... There you go. My co-host said I did. He listens to me more than any of you were saying I said Kingdom Hearts 3. There you go. So... Nah, that's about it. You said PlayStation 3, Kappa. I don't trust you, Tropical Nerd. <laughs> you're, you, to me, Tropical Nerd, I know you're an actual person sitting behind a computer or on your iPad or your phone typing away at us, but to me, you're a name on a screen with words by it. So I don't believe you. Jeez, that's harsh. <laughs> Holy shit. That was a, okay. That was uh, I am not affiliated with this guy at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, 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 I'm, 
<laughs> that was a jab. That was a jab at like high content creators and everything who don't see their audience as an actual audience. They see their audience as views and numbers to fuel their rent. Okay, that was the jab I was trying to make. Wow, mean much. I'm sorry. You okay? Honestly, if you watch and like SS Sniper Wolf or fucking like any other big stupid YouTuber out there, Logan Paul or Jake Paul or anything, you honestly think that they look at their views or their subscriber counts, they think to themselves that that's like one actual person that cares about me and is like actually buys my merchandise and stuff and like that's pretty awesome. No, you are fooling yourself. They th they look at their views, they look at their subscribers, they look at the money they're generating and they go, awesome, this is dope, my people are great and I love them all and if I see them in public, fuck them. They're just another person, I don't care about them. That is a sad truth and you need to wake up if you think differently. Rant aside, sorry I went on a tangent there. I just fucking, oh, so many freaking content creators on Twitter and YouTube. I just, I just, I despise. I just can't stand them because they're garbage. I see them. I see them on camera. I know they're full of shit. I know they're full of jokes. Like I love every single one of you guys. You guys mean the world to me, and like everything is awesome, and it's all because of you guys. And shut the fuck up. You don't give a shit if every single one of them died. The, if every one of them died, you'd care because suddenly your merchandise wouldn't be selling anymore. That's. It. That's where it stops. Sorry, I'm gonna get very, very angry here and go on a tangent. We're gonna go right past that. And I wanna talk about something that I wanted to talk about the first of this. And that's gonna be New Year's resolutions and goals. And I wanna ask Jackson first did you have any New Year's resolutions or goals? I think I know your answer, but we're gonna ask you anyways. Fuck no. That's uh, exactly the answer I knew he was going to have. So we're going to move this straight over to the Twitch chat. What are your guys' New Year's resolutions and goals, if any? Do you guys have stuff you want to better yourself, stuff you want to achieve, stuff you want to do, stuff you don't want to do again? What, what, what do you have for, uh, you know, goals, resolutions, things like that? I'm, I'm glad I'm predictable. <laughs> you are very predictable. <laughs> Tropical Nerd says, by that logic, Obama is just a word on a screen. You think you think you are above Lord Obunga. I pray for your soul, foolish one. Okay. Obunga. First things first. You think you, incorrect spelling, it's you think you, um, but good try. Uh, above Lord Obunga, how dare you? Obama is a wonderful human being and should not be memed into Obunga or Yodabumba or any other fucking Obama meme that happened or like You sent me you remember crab rave that song you sent me from monster cat. Yeah, I saw that and I listened to it. I thought it was an okay song I didn't like think it was and the then greatest it thing blew the fuck and up. then it exploded into a goddamn meme Primarily for Obama is gone and I was like why this was a song that was kind of average to me It was just meh from monster cat and then suddenly that's a meme song you, and I, I was like, I didn't understand why, and it's strictly because it's just the crabs dancing. It's not the song itself. It's the music yep. video related to it. It's the crabs dancing. If it didn't have a music video related to it, it never would have blew up as much as it did. So, oh yeah, definitely. That's just a side note I wanted to make. But moving on from there, Ibasuji, in before Tropical Nerd is secretly Obama, uh, press X for doubt. <laughs> There's no way that's possible. 
not a damn chance in this planet. Tropical Nerd says, I like smaller Twitch channels. One messaged me when I was when I said I was feeling pretty down. That's caring about your fans. Yes, I agree. That is caring about your fans. However, a side note I want to make on that is that there are big channels out there. There are huge YouTubers and huge content creators on Twitch or Twitter or YouTube that do genuinely care about their audience, but they just cannot do things that smaller channels can. Like messaging me, messaging me, messaging you and like talking to you when you said you were feeling down in their chat or in their comment section or kind of thing. They simply can't because your one comment is bombarded and buried by the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of comments that they just cannot take the time or energy to read through because they would sit there for hours and hours and hours on end. That's just the simple truth of it. So that is, and I can see why you say I like smaller Twitch channels because smaller Twitch channels like this one, for example, can take the time to talk to every single one of their followers individually and get to know them individually. Why do you think 8 Sushi has stayed here for so long? I've never met 8 Sushi in my life. He's from America. I live in Canada. I've only gone to America for vacation to go to Vegas. I've never met this man ever in my life. Have no plans to meet him ever. If I could, that'd be great, but I currently have no plans to ever meet him, but he's been part Part of this channel and this community for years and like I shit on him all the time we all do and he shits on <laughs> us back <laughs> like I'm just gonna say that honestly I was I, waiting for that I, I was like he's gonna do something I treat him like dirt he treats me like dirt you you treat him like dirt he treats you like, like everyone's treating like dirt all, the, all around but like look at him now he is still part of this community he still comes to these twitch streams even when like Primarily, this Twitch channel is not even gaming anymore. It's just this podcast. And I don't even do, like, regular streams anymore. And I upload very infrequently on YouTube. But he's a mod now. He's a mod on Twitch. He's a mod on our Discord. He's he's interacts with everybody. He's here constantly. He plays video games with us off of stream, off of YouTube. He's a genuine friend that I've never met in my life. Why? because he came to a random small stream, enjoyed what he was seeing, and built up a relationship with that streamer. So small streams, you can have stuff like that happen, and it happens a lot of the time with small streamers because it is so much easier to see every one of the people, every one of the numbers next to that viewer count as an actual person when you can take the time and you have the time to treat them as actual people. Bigger channels, it just can't. You can't do it. It's impossible. So that was a tangent I just wanted to go on that. And that's that's caring about your fans because it's it's much easier to do it as a smaller channel. Uh, and not, not saying bigger channels don't care about their fans. A lot of them do. But it's just harder for them to show that they do because of the sheer number of them. And that's a simple fact. So, And moving on from that, now we just have people memeing Obama and just going, Lord Obongo, Obongus, Ochongus, Big Ochongus. And just, oh boy. Okay. <laughs> Moving on, uh, Mr. Friday says, I'm starting to go back to the gym. Hey, you and I both, not religiously, not as often as I'd like to. I was supposed to go today, still didn't, but uh, I'm, I'm trying. So I'm proud of you, Mr. Friday. I hope you do the, the best you can, and I hope you start to see results in yourself and feel results in yourself as well, and you feel better. Like Even if you don't lose any weight or you don't get any muscle kind of thing, 
if you feel good about yourself, that's improvement, and I'm proud of you, and I hope you achieve that, Mr. Friday. I genuinely do. Tropical Nerd says, I feel like Markiplier actually cares. I don't know, though. You can never truly know unless you know them. See, and like I have my my handful of YouTubers and Twitch streamers that I, and like big people that I think genuinely cares about their audience, but I, I've, there's no way to know. It could be an all in act as to make you feel like they do, or you could just want to believe the best in this person because you really like them and you can't see them any differently from an outside perspective. It's impossible to know until you meet them in person. And sometimes even when you meet them in person, it's hard because they still could be putting on an act. You don't know. Uh, Jackson, you keep tapping your chest. I don't know if that's you're trying to clear something up or you're pointing at yourself in reference to something. Oh, just clearing my throat. Just clearing your throat? Okay. Um, but actually, now that I'm talking to you again, instead of talking to the audience, do you have any YouTubers or Twitch streamers, bigger ones preferably, that you feel like actually genuinely care for their audience? This is your time mm. to promote people that you enjoy. I feel like one of them is going to be said, and I know which one. Oh, <laughs> I, I, you probably do. Starts with an F. Uh, uh, well, MF. <laughs> yes. Yes. I actually tried um, watch. I actually tried watching his stuff today while I was while I was waiting to start the podcast. But I'll talk about that afterwards. So you go ahead. Uh, the person he's referring to is MF Halley Time. He. Uh, lately, he does a lot of Heroes of the Storm content, but he started doing uh, Dark Souls again, which is something that he has done in the past, and that's kind of what made him a larger-ish uh, streamer slash YouTuber. And I like him. I find him just funny, and just his uh, his yeah, for how his content is. Uh, but. Besides that, I'm just gonna take actually a quick uh, gander at my. Uh, let's see here at my list of subscriptions because uh, I'd like to say uh, Bricky is also an, a good one who also would care about his fans. Um, but never heard of Bricky, but I'm, I'm I'm sure I've told you about him. You probably have, but like the only one I really know about is MF Pally Time because you talk about him more than anything. So. Uh, my name is Gabe is actually is really funny. He does mainly Monster Hunter stuff and he does a fucking great job on him. Uh, a lot of the uh, how I feel using blank weapon are his and they're really well done. And recently he started doing something called the uh, monster matchup which is great. And recently he's actually started doing the uh, boss beatdown for like the old Dark Souls as well. Cool. So basically they're, they're funny versions of uh, like the guides and whatnot to how to beat monster, what they're weak to and all that stuff. So I would highly recommend. They're nice. so good. Uh, uh, Video game donkey. I I actually don't think he cares. <laughs> Je- probably not. I mean, Honestly, probably I, not. I don't think he, I don't think he gives a flying fuck. <laughs> no, probably not. He's just he, too big at this point. But and he's also that that kind of person. Yeah, he he's the kind of person. Like, he he makes a video 
for the simple fact of making a video, and if it gets views, fucking great. If it doesn't, oh well. Like, he'll make it regardless. And then if people meet him in the street, he's probably like, oh, hey, cool. Yeah, dope. Picture, sweet. Okay, fuck off now. And he moves on. Like, this is the kind of person I just feel like he is. We don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. We don't know him, like, outside of that kind of thing. I watched a podcast with him when he was on the HCH3 podcast. Seems like a cool kind of guy, but I don't think he's, like, overly, like, loves his fans and cares about his fans. I, like, I'm, I'm sure he appreciates, any YouTuber appreciates your fans, because without them, you're nothing. But I don't think he's like, overly goes out of his way for his fans, anything like that. So, that's not being mean, that's just being truthful. So. <laughs> but we do have to wrap up the podcast here, but I will say the one person that I think genuinely cares about their fans, and this could have very mixed results depending on who you're talking to, but PewDiePie, Felix Shelberg, I genuinely think that man cares about his fans. And I know Jackson doesn't watch his videos, I think some of you in chat maybe watch his videos, but like you watch his content as an outsider, if you watch his content, you're thinking, what in the fuck is happening here? You don't know what you're watching, you're very confused, if you're not part of meme culture or anything, you just, it looks like the most stupidest shit you've ever seen, but like, when you when he when he when you're looking at some of his videos like his uh Lawai, last week I asked you which is not even doesn't mean even mean what it means anymore but he just seems like he he genuinely cares about his fans and when he takes off like the PewDiePie kind of like facade that he does in his videos and like actually is generally Felix in his videos he's a very very down to earth caring individual some of his videos um like when he's talking about books that he's read or when he's talking about some charities that he's raising money for stuff like that he is super genuine or there's one video actually i think it's still on his channel um and it's like um interviewed for an hour just talking about things it's a very basic interview. It's just it's like one hour of just talking. I think it's what it's called. But he he got his friend Brad to interview him. Brad's his editor as well. This isn't like some random interviewer. This is Brad, his one of his best friends interviews him for a full hour and just asks him any kind of questions. And there's no act, there's no facade. It's just him talking. And it's amazing. So, I I would genuinely say Felix Shelberg very much cares about his audience. And if if I could pick anyone to run YouTube over Susan Wojcinski, it'd be Felix in a heartbeat. He's been on the platform long enough. He knows the platform. He knows what it should be and how it could be because he's been here for that long. And he's been at the top for that long. So I just I've, I have a lot of care and respect for him. He's an amazing individual that gets so much shit thrown his way, completely undeserved. And, well, that's not true. Some of it is deserved. Some of the decisions he makes are kind of <laughs> stupid. Like, for instance, sending a fucking message to people, on pay, paying $5 on Fiverr to a couple of kids in a very low third-party, third-party, third-world country to hold up a sign that says, gas the Jews, while saying, subscribe to Keemstar and dancing. Not a good idea. Don't do that. <laughs> but I could see his his method for doing it. Like he did it because he wanted to see how far they would go. Like where's the moral line? Their their message was pay us five dollars to write a sign and say anything. 
and he was like, anything? And like, I'm gonna test this and be like, is it really truly anything? So he tested it. So he said, put on a sign, gas the Jews and say, subscribe to Keemstar. And they did it. So he, that was the whole point with the video was just how far do these guys on Fiverr really go before they say like, no, we won't do anything anymore. And then he got, and then Disney was like, nope, can't have this guy on our chat, on our multi-channel network anymore. YouTube was like, you can't have your Scare PewDiePie season two anymore. He got cut from Google preferred AdSense and all kinds of horse shit. And then he was started being called a Nazi because of all this stuff. It was fucking awful. So while I get why people don't like him because they just read about him in the news and stuff, if you actually took the time and watched his videos, He's an amazing guy, an amazing content creator, and I have nothing but respect for him. So, that's about it. Any last, uh, yeah, and then you have a lot of the meme stuff, like he made a song called Bitch Lasagna, which is in reference to T-Series, which is the second most subscribed channel on YouTube right now. That's a whole nother conversation I don't want to get into. You can, you can Google this, T-Series versus PewDiePie, you'll discover all the information you want to know about that stuff, so. Anyways. Uh, any last things you want to talk about before we wrap up episode one of season two? Uh, no, I'm pretty well good. No other YouTubers you want to recommend that feel genuinely care about their fans and stuff? Oh, uh, there was one actually. Uh, is this Wingless Valkyrie? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's pretty good. Wow, yeah, Wingless Valkyrie. I heard he treats them like dick. <laughs> <laughs> you, you heard one time on his fucking podcast, he called out this user named Tropical Nerd and said they weren't even a human being. They were just texts on a screen for him. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still think he's good. Oh, okay. Well, your opinion, I guess. <laughs> All right, well, thank you guys all for being here. Appreciate you guys um, coming down. Um, if you if you guys are watching this live right now, which is Mr. Friday, Tropical Nerd, 8-Bit Sushi, and Refixix. I don't think there's anybody else here. Oh, no, and um, Lord Ghost Cat is also here, unless they've left. Thank you guys for being here. Appreciate you guys coming down. If you're listening to this on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or iTunes, or any other place that you listen to your podcast, and you want to be have your name called out live on the podcast, all you got to do is come down to twitch.tv slash wingthisfalkyrie every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Join in on the chat, ask us your questions, contribute to the podcast, and we will definitely talk back to you because you're a human, you're a person, and you deserve to be treated as so. Except for Tropical Nerd. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Beat boop. Beat boop. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, more importantly, if you're listening on strictly on the Anchor podcast, which is a free app you can get on iOS and Android. I don't think you can get it on mobile, or not on mobile, on a PC. I, I think you can like use the website itself, but you can't use this feature that I'm going to say, which is the leave us a voice message. If you guys want to have your voice broadcasted on the next podcast episode, you just got to download Anchor on iOS or Android. It's free. Find our podcast, and then go to leave a voice message and you can record yourself asking us anything or even just talking about anything. So if you'd like to do that, I'm gonna pose this question for you. If you guys want to shout out any YouTubers you feel, just either A, don't get as enough attention as they think as they deserve, Tell us what YouTubers you recommend, why you recommend them, and like what 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 kind of stuff they do. And if you don't want to say that, just leave us a voice message talking about anything. You can talk about PewDiePie, you can talk about Twitch, you can talk about your New Year's resolutions goals, or just how freaking amazing Jackson's shirt matches with his um, chair. Whatever you want to say. 
yeah, see, Jackson's got the, you know, the thumbs up, the okay symbol of approval. And with that, we're going to call that a wrap on episode one. Come by next week for episode two, where we're going to have a special guest on stream. Going to be sitting right here, right next to me, in all her beautiful, amazing glory. And if you couldn't tell already, yeah, that's going to be my girlfriend. So, there you go. I didn't even have to ask her. She asked if she could be on the podcast. So, that's pretty dope. Also, last thing I'm going to say before we end this out is I had a very, very crucial moment happen to me when we were driving one time. This wasn't recently, but this is just remembered this right off the point. If you can find, I've, I've always had, when I, I listen to heavy metal music, right? I listen to a lot of harder music and I like to play it in my car. Like any normal person plays their music in their car. I don't know why that was beneficial to the conversation. But anyways, if you, I've, I've, I've always never, I've always never, I've never had a girlfriend where when I've played one of my personal songs that I thoroughly enjoy and I like have it turned down kind of in the car so we can still have a conversation, usually they will turn it down a little bit more as well. Just because it's not their style and I totally get that and then I'll find some indie folk music or kind of pop music and just play that instead. Kendra, as you can see where this is going, Kendra, oh do I love this woman. I was playing some music in the car, it was regular stuff, and then one of my heavier songs by Bullet, my favorite band ever, came on. And I'm pretty sure it was Your Betrayal or something. And she started playing, and I reached for the knob, and I turned it down a little bit, and I was like, sorry. And she looked it over, and she was like, nah, man! She grabbed that knob, and she went, boom! Turned up, digga 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 da digga digga da digga digga da And I was like, oh my god, I fucking love this woman. And then just like, a song kept going, just digga 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 da digga digga da it was, and we were bobbing our heads. It was fucking great. So, yeah. Anyways, just wanted to share that moment. First time I've ever had a girlfriend turn up the knob instead of turning it down. Wonderful. So with that, thank you guys for coming down here. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't, you tell me. And we will see you guys next week for another episode of the Wings and Riffs Totally Unstructured. My name is Jackson. There. Oh, you stopped. You stopped. My name is. No, you know what? My name is Jackson Nogle. This is my buddy, Torsten Komiki. Thank you guys for being here. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next week. Bye bye. Thank you again. Bye.